Hey flower lovers, Alexa here with the Flowers on Fire podcast, where I talk about life as a florist and other passionate things. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Flowers on Fire podcast. Uh, Today's super fun for me because I have my husband Justin on. He is going to share all of his knowledge of magic mushrooms with us. You guys really loved the psychedelic episode. It's actually my number one episode of most listened to. Uh, You guys like drugs. We like drugs. I've done a lot of drugs. (laughs) Um, Psychedelics can really help your brain, can heal a lot of things. Uh, There's so much research and insights and like all of this modern day technology associated with it where, you know, it can really, really change your life. I mean, just the the research that's finally being done. Yeah. And then the results of all of it is just uh, impressive. Yeah. It's really great. There's a lot of uh, information out there. So Justin has done a lot of research and a lot of testing on himself uh, with me by his side too. So we just wanted to share our experience with mushrooms and how they can totally change your life and change your health. So um, Justin, give us some insight on what mushrooms can do for a person. What's the research and some of the studies that have been done? Um, so... Oh, there's been so much just in the last like five years. Um, it started in, I think it was 2012. Uh, Cause you know, mushrooms have been like a schedule one controlled substance since like the seventies, I think. Um, the war on drugs. Yes. The war on drugs. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what was his name? <laughs> Reagan. President? No, it wasn't Reagan. <laughs> oh, shit. It was Nixon. 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 He started it. Yeah. The war on drugs. Yes. Um, but then like Nancy Reagan championed the war on drugs. Mm. She was like the, the leader of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've all been through the D.A.R.E. program. Yes. At school. Yes. <laughs> and we all dare. <laughs> <laughs> dare to do drugs. Yeah. Um, Anyways, the uh, this there was a study. Oh, in 2012, the government gave permission for the first time in 40, 50 years to John Hopkins University to use because it has a, it wasn't legal even for research purposes. It was completely banned. Mm-hmm. on all fronts and just in america really in most countries okay. everybody most most first world countries are just like they follow what we do like mm-hmm. well maybe until recently but it's probably a good thing um yeah for for a long time like we would decide and then the rest of the world would be like oh we need to do that too mm-hmm. so it started with us for sure but historically um, in the history of mankind 
these have been taken. Oh, mushrooms for, have been being used by humans yeah. for thousands of years. Ceremonially healing, I like mean, shamanic I won't practices. Get, I won't d- get too crazy about this, but like the the uh, like if if you think in terms of evolution, there's a there's like a stat or a fact um, that I don't know. Early in humanity, mm-hmm. in times of early humanity, when we were uh, not super conscious, we were like prime, closer to primate as mm-hmm. far as like consciousness goes. Brain development goes. Yeah, and uh, there's like theories that the the cavemen would like follow the the like herds of animals and they would eat the mushrooms under their dung Mm. and that triggered consciousness like mushrooms potentially triggered consciousness in humans that's why i won't go too crazy into that it's just a theory (laughs) it's a cool theory to think about and it's and and if you've if you do mushrooms once, you can see how that could be true. Like right. it's believable. It's not like an asinine theory, you know? Yeah. I mean, both you and I have done psychedelic trips and mm-hmm. when you're peaking, when, you know, you, you eat or ingest the mushrooms, if it's in a tea or you're just eating the mushrooms whole, however you get them into your body, you can feel them working on your brain. Oh, 100%. Like, you and I have both experienced, like, slivers of light cutting into our brains. That was, like, a few weeks ago. Yeah. and Where I was, like, uh, it was because the way we use them ceremonially sometimes, right, where mm-hmm. we're laying down blindfolded with music playing. Mm-hmm. Just to go internal. That's yes. like the that's the, and, and that's where like the ceremonial part of it comes, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is really going deep into yourself. It's like, um, and there's people who can reach that state without psychedelics just through meditation. Like yeah. that exists, right? Totally. Uh, but with the help of mushrooms, you can get to these places where you are really, really deep within yourself. Mm-hmm. And like I will, cl- like that time, I closed my eyes, and I could see this like being that was I, I couldn't physically, see, but he was there. Like mm-hmm. I felt it. it was this like grandfatherly presence that was above me. And there was just this like single line, this beam of frequency. And it was like scanning my brain and I I didn't even like, I wasn't doing it myself. Like my head started moving back and forth and it was like scanning my brain and it hit this spot that was like, it made me cringe and I like turned away like, ah, like it felt weird. It was uncomfortable. Like, Mm -hmm. and, and in the moment I'm like, okay. Let's dive. Let, let let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna like turn my head back into it intentionally and like see, and like that uncomfortable feeling came back for just a second, mm-hmm. but then it was just like this like the frequency was hitting the spot in my brain that was clear like it felt like it was damaged and I could feel it just like healing that area. Yeah, that's cool. It was incredible. Yeah, <laughs> and like for what. Th- 
I don't know, the next like few days, like I woke up the next morning feeling better than I've ever felt. Yeah. Like just sharp, like on top of everything, like thinking so clearly. It was, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It's, well, mushrooms, they're related to like going on a a full dose of mushrooms, right? A psychedelic trip. It's related to like the fresh snowfall. Can you explain kind of what that is like? So... That is my favorite metaphor for mushrooms. So your brain has neural pathways. It's common knowledge. There are pathways in your brain that have developed over time, certain ways of thinking, ways of being, ways of responding to things, whether it's something good, bad, tragic or not. You, like through the course of your life, and all the experiences you've been through, uh, you create ruts, kind of like in snow, like when you're driving on the road, everybody's kind of following the ruts in the road. Mm -hmm. The tires. Yeah, because it's easy. You're not going to get stuck. Not plowing new terrain. Yeah, it's what you, it's what everybody knows, and you just go that way, right? Mm -hmm. So the metaphors taking mushrooms is like a fresh snowfall on your brain and you have the opportunity to create new pathways and you can choose to continue doing the same thing you've always done but it's just as easy whereas like in your normal everyday life not having done mushrooms it's really hard to just one day decide to start doing something different it's easy to make excuses because it's those ruts are so ingrained so when you do when you do mushrooms it really just like repairs things in your brain in a way that makes it just as easy to do something different and create different habits Mm -hmm. Um, like a fresh start it's a fresh snowfall yeah it's a fresh start a clean slate that you can work off of and uh, i mean obviously you have to have like clear set intentions of like, okay, I'm going into this because I want to change this about myself. Mm -hmm. And you have to work at that. And you have to, it's like, it's still like something you have to commit to. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's a great recharge. It's a great environment for just like you said, bringing an intention into the sit. Um, Like for me and my history with mushroom use, it's, Dealing with trauma that I've trapped into my body that I I can't get too deep enough. It's like, think of um, like a really seasoned person, like a guru who meditates. And they can, just like you said, they can have psychedelic experiences just mm-hmm. for meditating. And it's practice over time. And it's getting to those places in your brain, in your aura, in your energy that you can't normally get to. And facing those things and healing them and having an intention to heal has been one of my favorite things. Um, Going through, you know, a family member who recently passed, you know, and dealing with that emotion and trauma. um, It's been really, really helpful. And your your mind and your soul and your body, they're all going to share what you need to work on as long as you come into the sit with that intention. Um, there are a lot of people who use psychedelics to party with and to play with. And you think of raves and concerts and things and, uh, set and setting super important. So every, 
I want to say most, if not all, the stories I've heard of people taking mushrooms at raves and parties are not a good time. Yeah, they're <laughs> It's scary. just crazy. I don't, I, like, I mean, I was that person. Like, I was doing mushrooms just for, like, eight, 17, 18, 19, just, like, eating mushrooms, not knowing how much, and just, and, and it was fine for a bit, right? Um until and, it wasn't. And, yeah, until it wasn't, for sure. <laughs> Young but, Justin just partying with his friends. And, you know, you have a, a deeper understanding and respect for yeah, them and, and, and the and power they hold. it takes time because there's nothing wrong with, like, I did my uh, bachelor party last year in Montana. And we went on, like, a fishing trip. And, like, I just wanted to do... Like I wanted us all to do mushrooms one night and it wasn't a ceremony. I mean, I did make it ceremonial. I had all my things, right? All what my, do you mean by things? My like, uh, my blanket and rocks and like crystals and crystals. And like, I made it ceremonial, but the purpose of that trip was for all of us to just have fun, laugh and Bond with Bond. your brothers. Yeah, it was just, it wasn't meant to go deep. Like, you can have those experiences, and those experiences are, I think those experiences are just as beneficial. Like, everybody needs that. Everybody, like, the the depth of laughter you get during those experiences are, like, unlike anything. Which like, I think is healing it's in itself. It's so good. It, yeah. So like, and then and then afterwards, when we're just like all like, it's like me and my three brothers and my friend, like laying in one big bed, just like talking about life afterwards and, and getting deep. And, and it, it was yeah, it's just uh, it's like a, it's such a beautiful experience. Yeah, and it's, kind of tapping into these uh, deeper parts of yourself like you can really go deep you can get in depth of you know the big questions of life like why are we here and uh what do we want to do with ourselves what are our dreams and our goals you know and it's just taking that time that sacred time you know setting with your intention to do exactly all those things and that's what you got out of the experience yes so going back to the beginning of the conversation yeah um so in 2012, the government gives John Hopkins permission to do a study, and they started off simple. There, uh, and, and I think that John Hopkins, um, because studies were being done in the 60s and 70s, and uh, I think they just like kind of went off of that to start with, because that was the last time there was any real research done, and. Uh, so it was like, let's pick up where we left off. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think their first study was just something simple and they did it with the intention of like, this is a big thing that could help a lot of people. And their first study was for helping people, smokers to quit smoking. And so at the time, Chantix, which is like a pharmaceutical drug, that you take to help you quit smoking. It like makes you, uh, it makes you, it makes the taste of cigarettes really like terrible and you don't crave it. 
Um, and if you were to smoke one, it like makes you sick. If you had taken Chantix, um, Chantix had at, and still to this day has like a 50% success rate. So people who use Chantix, 50% of them have s- quit and stayed quit for at least six months. That's awesome. So great. 50% mm-hmm. good. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people that are saving their lives. Yeah. Um, the very first study, and I don't remember exactly how many people it was, but I want to say it was like 300 they did a, a study on. And they gave them uh, three significant doses of mushrooms in like a therapeutic session. So there was like a, like a doctor and a therapist on hand, and they were in like a comfortable, safe environment. They did a good job at creating a safe place. It's not like just being in a doctor's office where they're like checking you in and checking you out. It's very personable. Mm-hmm. They understand the importance of that with mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, the success rate of that trial was like 85%. 85% of people who went through that trial stayed quit from smoking for six months or more. That's awesome. It's incredible. Yeah. That's a huge jump. Yeah. And it spoke volumes to the the medical industry of like, holy shit. We have something um, here. Yes. And, and also like, and we don't have to get too deep into the whole like pharmaceutical industry fighting all of this because it's going to... Yeah. Bank, it could bankrupt them yeah. or not bank. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt their profits. Sure. Right. Yeah. So there's like a fight from the, and then there's also like, okay, well, I mean, any smart business is going to see what they need to do to get involved in that so that they can, you know what I mean? Well, and mushrooms are used to heal so many things, people yes. with depression, anxiety, 100%. smokers, um, you know, people that are, they have chronic pain, they can be healed with mushrooms as well. And all these people are on medication, right? Usually antidepressants Mm -hmm. and, um, and their medications that they more often than not have to take for the rest of their life. Yeah. And, and, and then they become, uh, tolerant to them Mm -hmm. and then they add in like, it's all part of the bullshit system right of like oh then we'll just add this and 10 years later you've got a medicine cabinet full of pills that you have to take every day when literally you can take do one two mushroom trips and heal yourself yourself completely like you don't have to do that again like you don't have to continue taking you don't and and i mean i guess it depends on the person too and the severity of the issue right and sure how set in your ways you are or whatever but um, we both know someone who had breast cancer and she used yes. spiritual plant medicine mushrooms peyote ayahuasca some uh-huh. other bigger if you will bigger psychedelics A little more powerful yeah but she healed her cancer yes. she fully believed if she changed what she put in her body, changed her diet, ate really, really clean, and used this medicine, she could heal herself, and she did. Yep. And I have personal experience as well with my seizures that they've pretty much gone away from these medicines. Yep. Otherwise, I'd be on epileptic medication or something that has a laundry list of side effects that I mm-hmm. don't want in my body. Um so yeah, it's very, very powerful. Yeah, versus just being 
normal and healthy. Yeah, 100%. Off of a couple of experiences. Yeah, a mushroom that grows. That are actually like really enjoyable experiences more often than not. 100%. So back Um, to the smoking thing. Sure. Would you be comfortable sharing your personal experience? Yeah, so that study came out. And at the time I was a smoker Mm -hmm. and at the time also I had not been doing psychedelics for a handful of years because of some bad experiences I had because I was using them in in improper ways, right? Yeah, you were young, you were doing psychedelics and partying and stuff. Yeah, I wasn't using them. I wasn't respecting them. You had an experience that was dark. Sure. It really shook up your life to change. And And it was ultimately a positive experience. That's what you needed at the time. I did need that, and it was good, but it still was traumatizing. For sure. I I didn't want to go through that again. Yeah. And so, but now older, wiser Justin with so, your yeah, education I've, and knowledge, it's like, oh, this can be used as medicine versus just partying and abusing it. So when that study came out, it was like, oh my god, because no, I mean, at least me, I never liked that I smoked. Yeah, I always say I was born like my mom smoked while she was pregnant with me, like everyone in my family smoked at like I was born addicted to nicotine Mm -hmm. and it was a battle I was always going to face. And so this study comes out and it's like, Oh my God, I can like this could. So I was doing tests on myself and, uh, like, okay, I'm going to like, I don't have access to these doctors. It's just a trial. I don't know where the trial is taking place. Are they going to do another one? Probably not. Mushrooms aren't going to be legal anytime soon. Um, so I just... At the time. At the time. Because so this was when? 2012. Yeah. 13, maybe. Yeah. Um, so I started doing them on my own in a ritualistic ceremonial way. Um, with the intention of helping me to quit smoking. And I, I don't know that this helped 100%. Like, I was, I just wanted to do it right. And so I, like, uh, had a pack of cigarettes on one of the trips, one of the, like, few trips that I did. And I, like, wrote in red ink on it. I forget what I wrote on it exactly, but it was like death or something, something scary. So on that, the pack. Yeah, on on the actual cigarette. Oh, okay. Like, this is just my like yeah. idea that Visual, I had at the time. Like, ritual. okay, while I'm in this, I'll pull this out at some random time in the night and see it, and like, hopefully, it really like helps it sink in for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wanted to like leave no stone unturned. Like, whatever I can do to make this work. And it did. I quit I, I quit cigarettes. That day? Not that day. It took the three trips. So after three trips, it was like, I was just, I don't know, it just... Uh, you didn't want it anymore. Well, well, not just not want it, but you. it really shows you, like, when you're in the trip, like, how much it's destroying your body. Mm-hmm. And teaches you how important your body is to take care of did you just and it's such a deep uh lesson like it it affects you in such a deep way that it makes you not want cigarettes 
Because you're connected to your body in the journey, like yes. during your trip. You're... And you can feel like I felt this like blackness, just this mm. like black, um, I don't know. Like it, you, I could feel the tar in my lungs. Yeah, you could feel I the could feel hurt that the you hurt were doing. that I was causing myself. And it was scary. It was like, holy shit. Yeah. And it, and it hits you in a very deep way mm-hmm. that... Like when you wake up the next day, it's like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. It scared you straight. Yes. That's awesome. You got what you wanted out of it. Yes. That's the beautiful thing about mushrooms is you can have intentions. You can have, you know, hey, I want to change this or I want to dive into this or I want to heal this. Um, and you can get as specific as you want. You can also leave things a little open-ended and things are always presented to you. Uh I can't tell you how many times I've been on a journey and I heal something with like my inner child, you know, something happened as a kid. I was hurt by someone or something or offended or, you know, I later have shame about something I did in the past and, you know, visiting that little me, you know, adult me visiting little me and just kind of healing those parts of my life too. Um, it's really powerful stuff with the right mindset and intention and going into it. And it's, uh, uh, it's funny. I love telling people how, when we have our ceremonies together and, um, and more often than not, you're just, hysterical ball and i know you're like going through it and learning and just laying there crying (laughs) literally just bawling your eyes out and i'm laying in bed right next to you kind of rubbing your back but at the same time having this like ecstatic experience of like i am one with everything yeah (laughs) justin's glowing with the light of god over there and then i'm just like oh i'm sad granted i think i don't I don't carry as much trauma as you. I don't have as much I need that I need to heal. So my experiences are very it's what you need positive at the time. and it's what I need. Yes. Yeah. It like is. this is what you need. Yes. And for me, I um, am really good at packing things in and not allowing myself to feel. So for me, crying about things, I, I think I should tap into that more often in my day-to-day life, honestly. Um, but I've just, I don't know, it's this habit that I'm working through of allowing myself to feel and giving myself that well, space. It was a coping mechanism that you learn, you taught yourself totally in hard times, mm-hmm. um, so that you can move on and yeah. move forward with your life. But then my but it's not trauma cup gets overflowed and yes. that's where the seizures come in. Yes. Um, so yeah, mushrooms allow me to feel my feelings. They tap into those places and it's a beautiful release for me and just being able to, to further process and let go of things. It has been fantastic. Yeah. I, I see you like, I don't know. I think about it sometimes when you're going through it and, and the excitement you get before we're like ready to do it. And, and I still, to this day, every single time I do mushrooms, I get a little nervous mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, here we go because you never know what's going to happen but you are I don't know I just look up to your um like dedication to improve yourself like you you know it's going to be hard and you're going to 
but you're like ready to go let's go every single time like yeah. let's do this let's go <laughs> like just what the other night you're like oh, i wish we were going deeper mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah i mean for me it's seizures too i don't want to have another one yes. and i know that this has helped me so much um you know, I was having episodes every three weeks and now it's the longest stint has been eight months. So it's a big improvement on my life. And just being able to learn more about myself is really exciting to be able to, you know, get rid of those old habits, those old coping mechanisms. They don't serve me anymore. And this is a great avenue to dive into those places within my soul where yes. I can heal those things. And you and I also have a friend who, you know, he grew up doing drugs mm-hmm. and like hard drugs, yes. not, not light drugs, right? Like, um, meth and heroin. Well, yeah. Like what was his story? His, uh, dad taught him how to cook meth on his 16th birthday. Yeah. And that was just his life. Like and he was just in it. In and, it. and he was in and out of prison and. It's, it was a hard upbringing, but yeah. he's used these medicines, psychedelics. psychedelics, to quit using drugs. And I know what you're thinking. Maybe you're just replacing one drug with another. Well, there's such a big misconception because there's such a stigma around, like, because the government made mushrooms, as, in, in, in my opinion, and I think it's absolutely spot on, and it is what happened is because mushrooms open your mind and make you think about things. Mm-hmm. And the government doesn't want that. They want to be able to control people. And that is one of the driving factors that, to them making it, it illegal. Mm-hmm. So in the process of it being illegal for many, many years, like generations have been raised being taught and brainwashed that this is a drug. This is bad for you. And it is not. It's a complete fallacy. Like there is no truth behind like it's healing medicine. It is healing medicine. It's just been so associated with like, like, like mushrooms are a schedule one narcotic. Like this, the same drugs on that list are heroin and meth. Like that destroy your, like clearly destroy your life. Um, mushrooms do not. Yeah. They just don't. And you can like, <laughs> they've been grouped if, together. That's if the you have, if you have the belief that mushrooms are a drug that is bad to do and is not good for you and will destroy your life, you need to do some research because you don't know anything. You've been believing what you've been told your whole life and it is not true. So if, if a listener wanted to learn more and do research, do you have literally some, do some a Google search? Like every, like it's like you can Google search are mushrooms bad and every single website that pops up will tell you all of the studies that are being done. Like, uh, one of the big ones recently is treatment resistant mm-hmm. depression, like depression that like not even pharmaceutical drugs are helping. Like it's just getting worse and worse and it's curing these people. There are many, like I'm, I keep bringing up the John Hopkins study, the Mm -hmm. first one, but since then that it opened the world and many, many studies have been done and it is not hard. Literally do a Google search and you won't, it will be hard to find something that's like, 
the things that you will find that talk about mushrooms being bad are people that just have strong opinions because they don't know anything. Mm. And even those are hard to find. Yeah. They're just not existent. Well, and tell us a little bit about Michael Pollan and who he is. Yeah. Michael Pollan, he, so if, if you've, if you read his book, how to change your mind, um, he covers multiple psychedelics like LSD, mushrooms, mescaline, DMT, I think MDMA, maybe not DMT. Anyways, um, he has been a medical journalist. Like that's been his profession. And uh, he had those beliefs because he was taught that those things are bad. And being the good journalist he is and actually questioning everything, um, it's, it's when you start to question things, it's not hard for the truth to reveal itself. Mm. Uh, and the truth was revealed to him. Like he started doing his research and talking to people and it's like... This and and I want to say at the time he was writing the book, I want to say he was probably in his fifties, and he had a lot of close mentors that were in the medical industry. Um, A couple of them who, in the beginning, he would describe as like being a little wary because they're talking about these psychedelics, and so he starts looking into it and eventually trying them himself and and realizing how much bullshit we've been fed and writes this book and it gets turned into a Netflix documentary. Um, very much worth reading and, or if you don't want to read it, the documentary is just as informative. What's it called? Uh, how to change your mind documentary by Michael Poland on Netflix. Um, yeah, he's been doing really, really big things in the community and and it's not easy, especially someone in his position where he's like been on the side of all of these doctors and pharmacies, pharmaceutical companies um, in support of things, against things, whatever. And all of a sudden he's just like uh, touting this um, idea that there are alternatives and they're natural and they can't be patented and labeled by Pfizer because they're natural. They're and grown the fact from the that earth. They're actually go- like doing away with big disease. Yes. Is crazy. Like it's crazy in a great way. Yes. And for me, like it's very interesting. I have been sober curious for the last month or so. And just the studies of how alcohol, it's drinking poison, right? And it kills your brain and it's legal, Yeah, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's it just supports the fact that the government wants us to be dumbed down little machines doing what they say. Yeah, you know? it's just wild to think about. The purpose of this episode is to it's get you to question. surprising that meth and heroin aren't legal. <laughs> like, honestly, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just... Well, Adderall is the... Yeah, yeah. right? There's the legal versions the of legal it. Legal version of yeah. meth. <laughs> Whatever they can do to the make, a, make a dollar. Totally. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, we just like wanted to share our experiences and, you know, what we've been dabbling in and researching and experimenting in our own lives and how much these medicines have helped us and changed our lives and healed us. And they're doing it for so many people, even like MDMA is helping, uh, war vets that have PTSD. Yes. The, the maps program. Yeah. It's just, there's so much good out there and there's so much research and education that is being, um, dumped into these medicines, these psychedelic medicines, mushrooms specifically. And, uh, I can't like share enough of how much they've changed my life and how much I appreciate and love them. Another good resource too is, and and it's an easy thing, right? To just watch a documentary. So there's fantastic fungi also on Netflix, Mm. um, which is specifically about mushrooms and they cover all mushrooms, not just, psychedelic but also psychedelic mushrooms right like lion's mane yeah lion's mane and turkey tail they're like feeding cancer with those yes well like paul stamet who's been like the mushroom god of our generation (laughs) he's like not he 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 didn't go to college he just like taught himself he had a psychic like a psychedelic mushroom experience when he was like 14 and it cured his stutter that he his like long like his lifelong stutter he had had, and like one trip and it was gone. One trip and it was gone. Fantastic. Um, and uh, it, from that trip he just became fascinated with mushrooms and all mushrooms, um, not just psychedelic, and just how beneficial they are to humanity. And they get in the documentary into some like deep stuff, but it's really, really informative. Like his mom. So he has been in the uh, mushroom world for his entire adult life. That's all he does. That's all he like studies is mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And it's like his life's work. Yeah. His, his, his mom got cancer and it was like stage four or something. Like it was like they caught it late and they gave her like three months, I think, if that. And uh, the doctor that she was seeing was pretty much telling her like, it's like worthless to do chemo. Like you're going to die. You're going to die. Um, if you want to do anything, there's this study, this like test study being done. I think it was maybe in Europe. I don't remember. Uh, probably they're a little more progressive yeah so these things (laughs) they're like the doctor told her like it's just like go try it it's you have nothing you have you have no other option basically and uh the trial ended up being turkey tail mushrooms and his mom's like oh my son like he that's is what he does he studies mushrooms and they talked and he's like 100 percent. you should try it and this was, I don't know how many years ago, but it was years ago. And she's still alive. She, like, went into remission almost immediately upon the turkey tail trials. Amazing. And hasn't had cancer since. That's awesome. It's just incredible. Yeah. And, like, from, like, the mom of the guy who's been pioneering the mushroom world. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, how, how much more evidence do you need yeah it's serendipitous for sure 
I, I just, I don't know, mushrooms are medicine. They if are. you don't believe it, go do your research. Yes. Uh, if you don't believe us, there's a lot of resources out there. Um, but if you are curious and want to learn more or want to ask us anything, uh, you can definitely DM me on Instagram. My handle is lily.ann.iris. And if you have a question for Justin, just you can message it to me and I'll get it to him. Um, he's been super, super helpful with my own journey for my mental health and experimenting with me. I remember the first time <laughs> it was like, okay, we're going to, I don't know. It's like you were sober. I was sober. Yeah. You sat in a chair in my bedroom took with notes. a notepad mm-hmm. and then I took a dose. I laid there. I listened to classical music, like just good vibes, calming good vibes. Mm-hmm. I had a blindfold on and I went deep within my mind mm-hmm. and it was so beneficial and so helpful. And I just will always appreciate you for introducing me to them. Yeah. You're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you, Justin, for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> okay, guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye.